Welcome to the Essential Astrocast. I'm your host, Veronica Peretti. I'm a yoga teacher, a coach, and most importantly, an astrologer. And that's why I come to you every week here in your podcast feed to let you know what's going on up there in the heavens so that you can dictate your fate down here on earth. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica, and it is a good week to have a good week. We have a lot of good things happening. And as you know, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, for a few weeks, a few months, maybe the past year, we've had a lot of challenging stuff happening. We've had this Saturn Uranus square that we've been living with all of 2021. We had Saturn and Pluto conjunct with Jupiter in Capricorn for a lot of 2020. So we've had some really challenging stuff and we're not done with the challenging stuff, but this is a week that it's going to feel really clear when you are in alignment with your values, with your spirit and with your dreams. So I know there's a lot going on. And at moments, it might feel like things are moving so fast, you don't have time to pause and reflect and appreciate what's happening. But I encourage you this week with the new moon in Taurus to take a moment, pause, reflect, notice the flowers in bloom, notice the shift in the wind the change in the temperature. Notice the little things each day because this is a week where you can really feel satisfied and you can really feel in alignment with your true self. And these weeks don't come along so often, especially with all the challenging astrology we've had for the past year and a half. I just wanted to put that disclaimer in at the top It's a good week to have a good week. There's a lot of things that are really going to make us feel like we're building, growing, nurturing things that are moving in the right direction. And that's a great feeling to have. And I want you to stop and enjoy it. Okay. And Monday, we have Mercury conjunct the North Node. The North Node, to remind you, is our Dharma. It's where we're going. It's what we're meant to be doing. And so whenever we talk about the nodes, we're having a conversation about our destiny. We're having a conversation about our fate. And the nodes are particularly important in the next few weeks because when new moons or full moons happen near the nodes, they are called eclipses. And guess what? The new moon this week on Tuesday, May 11th, kicks off eclipse season. Now, this is not an eclipse. But eclipse season is kicked off by the lunation that occurs before the first eclipse. So the first eclipse is going to be in about two weeks when we have a full moon lunar eclipse in Sagittarius. But this new moon is a beautiful, potent, fertile new moon. But it's a trailer, if you will, a little bit of a preamble to that eclipse season that's coming. Because Mercury and Venus are so close to that North Node, Mercury is actually conjunct the North Nodes on Monday. And you might feel a little restless, like you want to get to doing all the things that you want to do. 
but we're in the dark of the moon at the beginning of the week because we're waiting for that new moon to perfect at 3 p.m. Eastern time on Tuesday, May 11th. So on Monday, it's a great day to cast your vision, work on the plan for where you're going. You might get a lot of things done because it is Mercury in Gemini, which is the ultimate multitasker. But it is a time to just pull back a little bit and reflect, take a moment, take a pause, because you never want to initiate too much in the dark of the moon. It's a good time to wrap things up. It's a good time to release. Once the new moon occurs, then you can start to initiate more. That's the the rule of thumb in astrology. But of course, if it feels natural and in alignment with where you are to get a bunch of stuff done, then you want to flow with that as well because astrology is not here to be rigid. Astrology is not here to tell you to do this and not do that. This isn't dogma. This isn't religion. There's nothing to believe in. This is a calendar system and it helps us live a little bit more harmoniously with one another. And that's really what we're here for. We're here to develop a deeper relationship with ourself so we can live in greater harmony with each other. So the new moon on Tuesday, May 11th, is at 21 degrees Taurus. It occurs again at 3 p.m. Eastern time, and it's going to be in a sextile with Pluto. Pluto's still in Capricorn. Now, 21 degrees Taurus is trine, the 22 degree Capricorn mark where we had the Saturn-Pluto conjunction at the beginning of 2020. If you were with me around that time, you remember me talking about how Saturn-Pluto were coming together to really destroy the way things used to be to make way for us to build something new, something better, to create a new structure, a new foundation that would support us. And guess what? This new moon is a leg up on the journey of building that foundation, building that new structure. This whole year, 2021, the Saturn Uranus square, it's about figuring out what that new structure is going to be and how you're going to build it. This new moon is a helpful leg up in the right direction, okay? Because it's having this nice conversation with Pluto, which is not too far, about four degrees from where he was last year in 2020 when he experienced that meetup with Saturn. And this new moon is also in a sextile with Neptune, which is another harmonious conversation. That means that the new moon, the sun and the moon together in the sky, which is why the night sky is dark during a new moon. The moon is not far away from the sun. Therefore, it can't reflect its light back. So when we have a new moon, there's a sense of emptiness. And from that emptiness, you can plant those seeds. So this is a great new moon to plant some seeds for what you want to grow over the long term. What do you want to nurture and nourish and sustain over a long period of time? Not a new moon to worry about, you know, what you want to focus on for the next month. Really a new moon to commit to what you want to nurture over a long period of time because Taurus loves to to dig in and 
grow roots. It is the earthiest of the earth signs, the fixed earth sign. Taurus is interested in sustained growth over a long time. So if you really want to root in and commit to being somewhere, this is a great new moon to commit. This is a great new moon to go all in. So Mercury is also having a nice conversation with Saturn. That means it's going to be a little bit easier with this new moon to communicate your intentions, to put your intentions out into the world. If you've been sitting at home for the first few months of 2021 and casting your vision and writing in your journal, and you just haven't been ready to put it out there, this is a good new moon to start putting some stuff out there, start getting some feedback. Okay. So We do have a little bit of a challenge in the new moon, but I don't want that to scare you because so much of this new moon is fertile, it's juicy, it's helpful. Mars isn't a square to Chiron, so you might doubt yourself a little bit. You might feel overly sensitive. You might be inclined to put people first before yourself. I really want you to try to resist all of that. Resist the doubts, resist the moments of sensitivity, resist putting other people first, because this is a new moon to nurture what you want to grow, to nurture what is for you. So it's okay for you to put yourself first and to do some self-care and to mother yourself. We just came out of Mother's Day and I taught the new moon intention setting ritual for my students on Sunday. And we talked about where do you feel nourished in your life? Where do you feel nurtured? And what do you want to be nurturing over the next few months, maybe the next year? And so that's what you want to think about with this new moon on Tuesday. Um, there's also a yod in this new moon chart, which basically means that there's a finger of God pointing to something. Mars is in a sextile with Uranus, which means that this new moon is helping us work with the changes that are happening because wherever Mars is, there's action. Wherever Uranus is, there's change. And you know that Uranus and Saturn are in this square all year. So we are working with that. And this new moon is happening in Taurus, which is where Uranus is camped out for about eight years. And we're about three years into that journey of his. So those guys are talking, Mars and Uranus. They like to really get together and and make stuff happen. Good stuff, bad stuff, indifferent stuff. They like to move things forward. They are having a nice conversation, but they're both making an adjusting aspect to the South Node. The South Node is our karma. It's what we've already done. It's our past. Remember, we talked about how Mercury and the North Node are together on Monday. So that's still in effect when the new moon arrives on Tuesday. And Mars and Uranus are both making this adjusting aspect to the South Node. That means that this new moon is a great opportunity to change the old ways of doing things, to express your true self, to move forward and do things in a way that's in alignment with your values. Taurus is ruled by Venus. Venus rules our values, our sense of self-worth. It also rules our resources, what we have at our disposal. So you really want to feel your feet on the ground with this new moon. Take a moment to pause. Notice what's happening. 
appreciate all the blessings that you have. Appreciate the resources that you have at your fingertips. Appreciate all the reasons that you are valuable and worthy. And when you ground yourself in that reality as we enter eclipse season, if you know your worth, you know your values, you know the resources that you have at your disposal, you'll be prepared for whatever comes. Because eclipse season is not about manifesting or setting intentions or any of that. We're not going to do that after this new moon for a couple of months. It's going to be about paying attention and being present to what is. And eclipse season always feels like a pressure cooker for change. It always catapults us forward, whether or not we want to move forward. So If you can ground yourself in all of those things, your worth, your values, and your resources, it will be easier for you to go with the flow as we move into eclipse season. And there's going to be a lot of flow this eclipse season because Jupiter is moving into Pisces this week, and I'll get to that in a moment. So this week, even though Mercury and Venus are both in Gemini now, which has us wanting to multitask, it has us wanting to do a million things. And I know that's really appealing to just like keep scrolling and keep researching and keep looking up things on your phone and, you know, talk to this person and that person. And it can be a fun energy. You know, Mercury and Venus in Gemini makes us feel like it's fun to socialize again. And that feels really good after everything we've been through the past year and a half. But I want to remind you to stay present, to go slow, and to not rush because we're still in Taurus season. This new moon in Taurus does not want to be ignored. It wants you to take a moment, to take a deep breath, and to feel your feet on the earth. And so don't rush through that experience this week, even though you might want to, even though you might want to get out there and run around and make plans and go to dinner every night and all of that. Take some time to pay attention to where you are and what you have in this moment. Okay, Mercury is going to be in a trine with Saturn on Wednesday. Mercury is in Gemini, as I just mentioned, and Saturn is, of course, in Aquarius, where he's camped out for three years. That's part of the new moon chart as well on Tuesday, but it perfects on Wednesday. So that's going to be solidifying your ideas. You know, Mercury in Gemini can get a little out of control. It can want to have all the ideas and want to start all the things, but not necessarily see them through. Saturn's going to help you solidify the ideas and the thoughts that are worthwhile. Saturn brings the discernment. Okay. So Mercury is like the generator of the ideas. Saturn is the curator of what is important. So that's going to be helpful this week as well. Now on Thursday, that is really the day this week that you want to pay attention to the shifts that are occurring because the sun is going to be in a sextile with Neptune. Now that's another part of that new moon chart. There's so many nice things happening this week that are part of that new moon chart. I really want you to take advantage of using the new moon, doing a ritual, setting an intention about what you want to nurture over the next two months, six months, one year, whatever it is for you, because I really do think this is a potent, fertile new moon. It always is when the new moon is in Taurus, but this one in particular, because we have so many lovely transits happening this week. On Thursday, the sun is going to be in that sextile with Neptune, which means they're having a nice conversation. They're working together. 
And this is a day when you want to follow your intuition. You want to really tap into your creativity, your spirit, your sense of trust and faith in the universe. And nobody does faith and nobody does trust in the universe quite like Jupiter. Jupiter is moving into Pisces on Thursday. So earlier in the day, the sun and Neptune get together. They have their nice chat in the sky. And then Jupiter moves into Pisces on the heels of that and on the heels of this beautiful new moon. So it's a really lovely week to, again, come back to being in alignment with your spirit, being in alignment with your truth, being in alignment with your value, being in alignment with your resources. It's a great week to just acknowledge where you are and appreciate all the blessings that you have in this moment. And while, yes, we set intentions and we want to manifest and we want to grow and and Taurus is an earth sign that is interested in growing in tangible ways, there's so much energy around spirit and the intangible this week. So take a moment and say, yes, I am protected. Yes, I'm nurtured. Yes, I'm loved. Yes, I'm supported. So often I think we feel like the world is on our shoulders. Like, what are we going to do? And I know I've been feeling this way. We're watching the virus just take over India. And I've donated several times to India, but it's just so upsetting to see this happening in another country when we're finally on the other side of it seemingly here, there's a lot of things going on in the world that feel overwhelming. And the new moon in Taurus, Taurus being this earth sign ruled by Venus, the goddess of abundance and blessings and wealth. And it feels like it's a good time to remind you that the earth is holding you up. You're not holding the earth up. The earth is here to hold you up. So allow yourself to be supported. Allow yourself to be held this week. And on Thursday, when Jupiter moves into Pisces, it's going to expand our connection to spirit. It's going to expand our connection to our intuition. And what's nice about this, it teaches us about faith. So hope is this idea that perhaps it will get better. And we've all been in a place of hope for the past year and a half. Faith is knowing it will get better. You don't know how, but you know it will get better. You trust that there is something good coming. You trust your own strength. You trust your inherent value. You trust the people around you. You trust that there is divine order. And that's what Jupiter and Pisces teaches us. Because Pisces is the sign most related to spirit, the subconscious, meditation, alternate psychological states. Jupiter's in Pisces only till July 28th. Then he will retrograde and go back into Aquarius and then come back into Pisces for a good year. But for now, 
Don't worry about that. We'll get to that later this summer. For now, I want you to check in on Thursday, see how you're feeling, see if you feel the shift. And from Thursday, which is May 13th through July 28th, make sure that you're aligned with your spirit. Make sure that you're aligned with your sense of faith, whatever that is for you, whether that is trusting in the universe, whether that is trusting in your own strength, whether that is trusting in your relationships. But I want you to play with that idea of faith versus hope. Hope is a little bit like oh, well, let's cross our fingers and just see what happens. Faith is, I know I'm going to be okay. So I hope between this Thursday and July 28th, we all get a masterclass in faith and we're doing well. Now, this is an interesting time because we haven't had Jupiter and Pisces, which is, it's, classic ruler. So in old astrology, Jupiter was the ruler of Pisces. In new astrology, Neptune is the ruler of Pisces because once Neptune was discovered, you know, he was given rulership of Pisces. So having Neptune and Jupiter both in Pisces hasn't happened since the 1800s. So this will be a really interesting opportunity for all of us living in this time to feel what that feels like, to really connect with that sense of our spirit on a creative level, on a day-to-day level. But the other side of this coin of Jupiter being in Pisces means that the boundaries get eroded because Pisces rules the, the ocean. The ocean is vast. When you deal with water, the handsy man in my building, he always says, I hate leaks. Leaks are the worst. And it's because water knows no bounds. If there's a crack, the water will find its way in. So this time of Jupiter being in Pisces, it expands our capacity to love. It expands our capacity to forgive. It expands our empathy. It expands our sensitivity but it also does away with the boundaries. So if you are feeling swallowed whole by someone else, if it feels suffocating in your relationships, it could be that your sensitivity is being expanded by this Jupiter and Pisces along with Neptune being there, especially this week, the sun is illuminating Neptune. It's okay for you to take a step back and spend a little bit more time alone. You might need to work the boundaries during this time. And if you've been really neglecting your boundaries, this is a time where you're going to learn that you have to have the boundaries. While this is a time for healing and creating creative endeavors and connecting with your spiritual side, It is also a time that if you do feel that sense of being overwhelmed or swallowed whole, it's an indicator that you've got to do some work around those boundaries. 
Luckily, Jupiter and Pisces, this is a great time to go back to therapy. This is a great time to work with a coach. So if those are things you know you need to work on, this is a great time to get some help to do that work. Now, the one other thing I want to let you know about this is that Pisces is the sign most associated with addictive behaviors. Doesn't mean that all Pisces are addicts. Doesn't mean that at all. So these signs are all archetypes and these planets have patterns of the way they act in these signs. So when Jupiter is in Pisces, we can be indulgent because Jupiter, for Jupiter, more is more. So I always call Jupiter the Santa Claus of the Zodiac, and he's more than that. But I like using that terminology because think about it. Santa Claus is really jubilant. He brings blessings. He brings gifts. He wants more cookies. Jupiter is indulgent. More is more for Jupiter. So when it comes to Jupiter being in Pisces, those crutches, those addictions, those things that you rely on to soothe your nerves, to numb out when you feel upset or overly sensitive, those things might come to the surface. So really pay attention because if you know that you have a tendency toward eating too much or drinking too much or online shopping or whatever it is, you want to pay attention and keep tabs on that behavior over the next few months. Now, later this week on Sunday, we have the moon conjunct Mars. So I don't really talk about the moon always on the essential astrocast because the moon transits, you know, it goes pretty quickly. The moon moves every two to three days. But I wanted to mention this one because Mars is currently in cancer. And we've talked about that the past few weeks. So Mars in Cancer means that Mars is changing his mood every two to three days when the moon changes signs. And so if you're a Cancer or you have a lot of Cancer in your chart, this is something you're used to because the moon is your ruler. And so most Cancer people, the moon has a greater impact on them than it does the rest of us because the moon changes signs every two to three days and that's their ruler or your ruler if you're a Cancer, or if you have a moon in Cancer. It's more prominent for you. So right now with Mars and Cancer, we're all kind of feeling like Cancers, and our motivation and our willpower and our desire, it's all wrapped up with the moon right now. So every two to three days when the moon changes signs, we're feeling a drastic difference in our mood. So if you've been feeling moody, this might be why. The moon is in Cancer conjunct Mars on Sunday. So pay attention. You might feel overly sensitive or particularly moody on Sunday. Maybe that's a day where you just take a few extra minutes for yourself in the morning before you interact with your family. And then next week, I just want to give you a little preview. The sun is going to try and Pluto on Monday. And that is a great day because that's focus. That is a day where you just want to clean out the closet. It's really great for getting rid of stuff. It's really great for just getting stuff off your desk. 
Pluto rules the things that we release. It's the secrets and it's also our bowels. So when the sun and Pluto work together, you're going to work to get rid of something that you just don't need anymore. So if you've been putting off the, the spring cleaning, next week might be your week. And then of course, the sun's going to move into Gemini next week on Thursday. We're not there yet. Remember, I want you to feel your feet on the earth this week with the new moon in Taurus. But next week, the sun will move into Gemini and then social interactions, chatting, talking, being with other people, that's all going to be amplified even more than it already is. And it's already pretty amplified with both Mercury and Venus there already. So as you may know, if you've been listening to the podcast for the past few weeks, I'm getting married this week. Thankfully, this is my third wedding date that I chose, and I think it's actually my best one. This is a pretty good week, so I'm happy that we're actually getting married on May 15th. But I'm not doing any readings right now, or at least not this month, because I'm just so busy with wedding stuff and honeymoon coming up. But I do have openings in June. They're not a ton left. So if you've been wanting to get a reading with me, please head to my website, veronicaparetti.com and book a reading for June. And if you want to connect with me, I'm still teaching yoga all month. You can come on over and join online yoga club, also available on my site. And you have questions about that. You can always reach out to me via Instagram or just shoot me a message on my website. And then last but not least, if you want to join my text community, I shoot you a little message when the moon changes signs or when something big is happening in the sky. You can text me at 917-540-3401. And that's it. I hope you have a wonderful week. Happy new moon. Take a pause. Let yourself feel where you are. Appreciate everything you've created. And know that this new moon is a leg up on the path that you're walking this year to build that new foundation that you're creating for yourself. It might not be finished yet. You might only have the first rung down, but that's okay. Have a wonderful week and I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please rate and review it on Apple Podcasts and tell your friends. Finally, come find me on Instagram at Veronica Peretti. I'll talk to you next week.